on air coming up. Completely unsanctioned by the church. Stone on air. Whatever, let's just do this. Stone on air. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Give human beings opportunity and you'll be absolutely shocked with what people do with it. Stone on air coming up. Stone on air. Wow, equipment that actually works. How cool is this? This is the Stone On Air podcast. Coming to you from the campus of Chattanooga State Community College. At the studios of WAWL.org. My name is Brian Stone. Be sure to like, share, and always love when you're listening to the Stone On Air podcast. And just to be sure, you know, I don't just hate my generation. I likely hate yours, too. Kind of a hybrid show this week. It's just me. I'm a one-man band. Brian Stone. Tara, who usually helps me out. Nathan Gale, who would help me out with the Sunday show, both of them, we're still in talks about maybe doing things into the future, but for this week, the daily podcast for a five-day stretch between now and the end of the week, the July 18th to July 22nd, it is a uh, one-man show here. I'm the producer, I'm the executive producer, I'm the director, I'm the associate producer, I'm the janitor, I'm the receptionist. And I'm the dude who just so happens to host the show as well. You can find it on SoundCloud.com slash StoneOnAir. We are actually, we, we nothing again, me, on uh, iTunes as well. And then on the website at StoneOnAir.com. Now, I am in the works uh, eventually, hopefully sooner than later, to get the website singing and screaming a little bit better than it is it, when we re- initially did the the weekend show over at the old station fraud radio or talk radio 102.3 um it was the the concept was is to do a a hybrid music talk show um it wasn't to do just a strictly local music show that wasn't the main goal the main goal was to do a fun show that would focus on um, Chattanooga centric things, kind of a you know a local thing, but not not restricted to just local. We could do some regional things as well, but a way to branch out and do something fun, have a little bit of fun, have a little creativity, and you know focus on some cool stuff in town. That was the main goal, and I think that we were able to, I think we were able to do that, and I think we did a good job with it. And I think that the uh, the response from social media world. After my firing, which is going on uh, going on a month now at the end of the week, uh, twenty some days now from uh, Fraud Radio or Talk Radio one hundred two point three, um, I believe that we were we were doing good things and we had an audience, and I was blown away by the response that we got. And um, so this week, just kind of touching base, going to talk about a few things, going to have performing uh, performers in uh, all week, not today, but um, tomorrow. And then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Tomorrow, Dana Rogers uh, will be here. Wednesday will be Ryan Oyer. On Thursday will be my friend Chris Gerke and whoever he can um, get together from the band Broke Down Hound. 
and then Friday, the great Nick Let's Go. So not only are we going to uh, do a radio show, podcast style thing here, we're also going to have local music in and um, try to blend it in. Like when I used to fill in for uh, Jeff Styles on Fraud Radio or Talk Radio 102.3, I would do commentary just kind of like this. They open with the I Hate My Generation song. And so um, it's a hybrid. We're going to talk a little stuff and then play a little music as well. Today, no music. Just going to just going to talk to you today. Just kind of fill you in on where we're at and uh, where the Stone on Air brand is going and what to do from here, uh, which I don't really have the answer to that exactly. I'm not really sure yet. A lot of irons and a lot of fires. Now, I haven't had a microphone to talk into in over three weeks now. Um, and the world is as crazy as a place as it's ever been, if not crazier. Um, over the weekend with the CFC, again, they continue to win. What an incredible product. Um, I've said it before. If Tim Kelly, who is only an acquaintance of mine, um, I, I plan on reaching out to him more in the future for potential I don't know, collaborations on stuff going forward. I mean, my, my world's kind of upside down in the last three weeks. And I know there's a lot of heavier stuff going on in the world that people care about a lot more than just some dude who used to have a job at a radio station. I get that. But uh, it's it's been a, a wild three weeks. But the CFC, they just continue to win. Win, win, win. It's one thing to put together a product that is incredible that people want to support and enjoy. It's another thing to put together a product that people want to support, enjoy, and they're dominating. It's from a, you know, in, in this instance, is a sports uh, product. They never lose. I mean, of course, that's not entirely true. They do lose sometimes, but this playoff run is continuing, and they're looking to make another run at the championship. And this is just incredible. So we were there over the weekend. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Jennifer Crutchfield held an incredible dinner at her house over in North Chattanooga yesterday. Again, thank you, Jen. Uh, Pokemon, for some reason, everybody thinks that's a thing again. You guys are nuts. It's the flavor of the week. It'll go away in a few, um, few weeks from now. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about Bernie Sanders. And it was a week ago tomorrow that Bernie Sanders endorsed Hillary Clinton. And you would have thought the world was collapsing underneath itself. It was on, it was, the, the, the country was on fire. We were all done for. The world was over because Bernie endorsed Hillary. And I saw a lot of his, and on, again, from the social media world, I saw a lot, a lot, a whole, an alarming amount of Bernie people just chastising the man and just, just losing it and like I'm done with America. I'm done with the world. This is terrible. I can't take it anymore. And while to a certain degree I understand with that take, I also think you're losing focus on what the Bernie movement was all about. And I'll talk about that uh, some more tomorrow. Uh, And I will kind of bounce around and hit on a few things that have happened in the last three weeks that I haven't had a microphone to talk into. Uh, Of course, we've had a couple of um, big, heavy, heavy situations with uh, Nice France and then of course Baton Rouge and Dallas and Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter and Cops Lives Matter and radio stations matter and radio former fired radio station uh, employees matter and I I, I get all that we'll touch on some of those things I'm not going to try to make a 
a huge deal out of a lot of those things because this is trying to have more fun than anything else. But I'm also not going to ignore the uh, the oops. See. Working with a new equipment here, just trying to figure it out as I go. Um, I'm also not going to ignore the the headlines, but I, I am also just trying to have a little bit of fun here on the Stone on Air podcast. Brought to you here live at Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. Thank you, David Mack. Thank you, uh, Don Hickson here for the guys who kind of run the show here at the station for letting me have these studios to do this. 11 a.m. all week is the goal. Might be a little late. Trying not to, though. Trying to keep things between the ditches. The opening segment... Of the show is Stone's Throw. Heads up. It's Stone's Throw. Wait, what? Oh, whoa. Back up the truck. Beep, beep. What are you talking about? Is technology making us mentally ill? Look at me. I'm stupid. I can't do math. This is not making sense to the young adult anymore, and they're tired of it. Does that satisfy you? Are you satisfied now? So now on the Sunday show at the old station, Fraud Radio, or Talk Radio 102.3, we would do a uh, me, Nathan, and Tara. The opening segment of the show was called Stone's Throw, where I would just basically uh, get all mad about something and rant and rave. And I'm not going to necessarily do that today, even though, I don't know, in, in the end, I guess I'm always kind of ranting and mad about something. Brian Stone, that's my name, the Stone on Air podcast. Be sure to like, share, and always love coming to you each and every day this week at 11 a.m. is the goal anyway. Recorded live to tape just prior to that here at WAWL.org. So in the last three weeks, a little over three weeks ago, I was fired from Talk Radio 1 2.3. And I'm going to tell you exactly why I was fired coming up here in the next segment after this. But I'm just going to give you a rundown of where I, um, where I came from, how I got to where I'm at, why I was fired, and then what's next. That's kind of the point of the next uh, two and a half segments or so. Um, at a very young age meaning mid-high school to late high school, I, I kind of realized early on that all I really wanted was to be left alone. That's what I really, really wanted. And I was just smart enough, because I wasn't very smart at all, but I was just smart enough to understand that if I wanted to be left alone, I could not be dependent on family members or friends or drug dealers or <laughs> whoever, right? I needed to create my own uh, existence in my own sustainable, sustainable future, right? And we all understand that as we get to be adults, or at least we like to think that we all think that, and, and anybody who's got any responsibility whatsoever understands that. It, most 16, 17, 18, 19 year olds don't understand that as much. I luckily did. So at an early age, I was out working. I was done with, I wasn't going to college just yet. I was ready to just do my thing, right? Moved up to Murfreesboro in 1998, lived with friends. Didn't go to school. That's my alma mater, but I didn't go to one class. Spent time in Middle Tennessee, hung with friends, enjoyed life. And I worked full-time at restaurants mostly during that time. And most of the time was in the morning doing prep for everything because most people could only show up around lunch you know, because they had classes and stuff. I didn't. I was, you know, I, was, I had all the time in the world. So I would hang out in these, you know, and work full-time early in the morning. And hanging out in these restaurants early in the morning, I listen to morning radio every single day. Uh, 102.9 The Buzz, 105.9 The the Rock, uh, whatever else. I don't know if Lightning 100 was around then. I probably wouldn't have been sophisticated enough to know what it was. I don't think it was around then. I'm not sure. Anyway, point being is I listened to a lot of radio and I really enjoyed it. And I don't know what day exactly it was, but all of a sudden I kind of start to think that's pretty cool. 
You know, I, I played music growing up. I played in bands. It didn't take me long to realize I wasn't good enough to make it as a musician. A lot of my friends were. My girlfriend at the time, Letitia Wolf, is on the verge of being a freaking rock star. She's about to tour with uh, Bush and Chevelle. Just toured with Hailstorm a year and a half ago. I mean, so I hung out with people who were incredibly talented. It didn't take me long to realize I wasn't good enough. So I started looking, thinking about this radio thing might be pretty cool. Well, fast forward to 1999. Me and a handful of friends go up to Rome, New York to go to Woodstock 1999. Absolutely disaster. A disaster of a festival, of a, of a road trip. But being that young and naive... To me, it was just, you know, part of my coming of age story. I thought it was incredible. Look back on it and realize how terrible it was. But an incredible memory. Got back from Woodstock 99. And at that point, I was broke, spent all my money up there, was tired of my crappy job, was tired of my going nowhere life because I wasn't in school and I was just tired of sleeping on couches. And so I said, I'm out of here. I'm going back to Chattanooga. And so this would have been July, hell, almost of the day. Look at that. Yeah. Almost of the day, July of 1999. And so I get back home and talking to my dad for all these years prior to that, back up before 98, 95, 96, 97, 90, you know, in that range, my dad was always listening to talk radio and how many people are my age in the mid thirties that listen to talk radio because their parents did or their father or their mother or whoever. And he's always talking about this guy who had this show who, you know, they had to come up with a name for it. He couldn't come up with one, so they just made this stupid name. And, you know, of course, one one ear in, one ear out the other. Who really cares? It's just dad talking, whatever. And But I remember him continuously talking about this dude who was on the radio. So I get uh, I get back, and it's a week or two after the, 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 the festival, Woodstock. Of course, if you remember, it was vandalism. There was charges of rape. There was... Just just horrible heat that just pounded and beat on the, the festival goers with no shade and overpriced everything. It was just terrible. And so my dad encouraged me to call Jeff Styles on Fraud Radio or Talk Radio 102.3. And while I was very nervous and didn't really want to because it was something my dad wanted to do, I did think, okay, well, I guess I should do this. It's probably pretty cool. So I called Jeff and I talked to him. For what seemed like an hour, probably only 10, 15 minutes. And I talked to him about everything about Woodstock 1999. From the fact that the drugs were cheaper than the concessions. Um, The way that we were herded in and out like cattle and treated pretty poorly, really. But overall, again, I was, I was, I thought it was, you know, it was my generation's Woodstock. So I was very defensive of it. And said, you know, it really wasn't that bad. It was pretty cool. Well, in hindsight, it really was bad and it really wasn't that cool. But to talk to a then, I guess he would have been, geez, he's 20 years older than me. I would have been 19. So he would have been, uh, you know, he would have been uh, going on 40. He would have been 39 years old. I walked away from that phone call and said, wow, huh, that guy just talked to me about Woodstock 99 for a living. That's what that guy does for a living. That's pretty cool. And you know what? I think I can do that. As a matter of fact, I know I can do that. By the uh, early 2000, so this was late 1999, by early uh, winter 2000, I was enrolled at Chattanooga State where I'm standing right now. At WAWL.org, Brian Stone, the Stone On Air podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and StoneOnAir.com. 
And I was enrolled in class, and I met Bill Lockhart as one of my instructors, and Don Hickson, who's allowed me in the building to do this right now, and a lot of other people that I still have strong relationships with. And for the first time in my life, I couldn't wait to get to work on something. I was so I, – I, I basically failed, flunked out of class, out of school, because I spent all my time at the radio station, then being on 91.5 on the FM dial, now just on – Online only at WAWL.org. And I was excited. I was crazy excited. And so we'll fast forward here. I don't want to drag on here too long on all this. So we move up to 2002. I'm out of school. I go to Atlanta Broadcasting Institute in Atlanta. Late 2002, I get out of that. I'm now pretty, I'm pretty prepped. I'm pretty um, experienced now as far as at least, you know, not, not necessarily in work experience, but with training experience. I get a job at... Uh, I guess it was Citadel then. I'm not even sure what is now Cumulus now. Again, I've had the same car, the same jobs since I was 22 years old. Got hired to do overnights at KZ 106 for about two or three years. About three years later in 2005, I told Bill Lockhart, I said, you know what? I am tired of this KZ 106 stuff. I'm either going to make a move or I, if, unless you will work me here at Talk Radio. Within a week, I was working almost every single week. Every single weekend, setting up remotes. Within a year, I was doing remotes. And within that year, I was also filling in for Jeff Styles, which would have been 10 years ago, a month from now. 10 years ago, a month from now, filling in for Jeff. I didn't know what I was doing. I was terrible at it. But it was invaluable experience. And so for the next three or four years, I'm filling in all the time for Jeff, figuring it out a little bit more as I go little lull there as we went into 08 and 09 and a lot of budget cuts and I didn't have a lot of work for a couple of years. But then come back around 11, start working again. And at this point, I know what I'm trying to do. And I'm getting better at it. And then 12 and then 13. And then Jim and Jamie from Let's Talk Money asked me to, to, to do their show for them. Which again was another invaluable experience and life lesson to, to take something that I was not familiar with whatsoever and figure it out and make it my own. And it started to work. And it all started to come together so well. 12 and 13 and 14. Now I'm filling in on all the morning press and all on the nth degree and on Fred the Show and all these different shows. It was I was the dude because I finally figured out what I was trying to do. I've eat and slept and spent 17 years of my life planning and prepping for this exact position, for this exact job, getting paid poverty level wages, literally. Now, I'm not asking you to feel sorry for me. I'm just giving you the truth of the matter. Poverty level wages. And I did it with a smile on my face. I put every single ounce of my effort and energy and deliberate action on everything I did. The most important work I've ever done was for Fraud Radio, Talk Radio 102.3. Starting from 1998, 1999 to 2016, three weeks ago, I had a vision and a, and a purpose and what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to work in radio anymore. I understood what was going on here. I understood that this was not going to be a sustainable kind of uh, uh, job that I could leave my day job and just spend my life being on the radio. I understood that. I was okay with that. Literally being pay, paid poverty level wages. Not one time ever getting a raise at this company. From 2002 to 2016, not one single time 
did I get a raise? And I still came to work every day determined and ready to go because that was my passion. We all have passions in life. Take that thing. Take that thing in your life that you are so excited about. Take that thing that, you, that, 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 that just drives you every single day. That makes you, if, that you just, you don't know what you do without it. Whether it might be your work, might be just your hobby. It might be just the family vacations you take two or three times a year with your daughter and son and your wife or your, or your husband. Whatever it is, it might be Pinterest. It might be something dumb online. It might be Pokemon Go. I don't care what it is. I'm not here to try to, to uh, judge you for what it is. I'm just saying take that one thing that you love so much that you wouldn't know what to do without. And that's what that radio station was for me. 17 years I spent to get to where I was at with a deliberate and clear focus on how to get there. And then petty, petty paranoia and absolute sabotage and betrayal made it all go away. And it it is not a stretch to say that I am absolutely devastated over this, how this went. Devastated. That is not an over-dramatized word. It was the most, what I put my most passionate effort and work into was that station. Not the radio, okay? I'm not going to work for Sunny 92.3, okay? I'm not looking for a job at some other crappy radio station in town, even though there are a couple decent ones and I'm looking at doing some other different stuff. They don't all suck. But the, the point isn't, oh, well, you can just go get a job over at Insert Station here. right nah, That's not the point, bro. I spent 17 years prepping and getting ready for that station. Fraud Radio, or er, Talk Radio 102.3. Petty, 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 cowardly nonsense is why I don't work there anymore. And I'll tell you how all that went down coming up next. On the Stone on Air podcast, coming to you live from the campus of Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. My name is Brian Stone, and I'll tell you why I was fired. Coming up next, hang tight. We'll be right back. SoundCloud, iTunes, and stoneonair.com. still trying to figure out some of the levels in this studio. Of course, a new album for the Dead Dead's coming out August, uh, I don't know the exact date, because they're having a CD release party in Dueling Cities, August 26th, which is a Friday at JJ's right here in town. And then the next night, 
at the basement in Nashville. The album is going to be called For Your Obliteration. I think I'm actually going to do the basement show in Nashville. I think I'm going to make a Nashville trip that weekend. We'll wait and see. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast. Be sure to like, share, and always love. Coming to you live from the campus of Chattanooga State Community College at the studios of WAWL.org. And I say live. It's live to tape. Right now it's 10.05. I'll have this posted in 55 minutes. So it's not quite live. It's just tape delayed by about an hour. Thank you to David Mack and Don Hickson and Chris Willis and anybody else's name who I'm forgetting who are allowing me to be here today to do this and all week long. Dana Rogers will be my musical guest tomorrow. Uh, Ryan Oyer on Wednesday. Thursday will be Broke Down Hound, Chris Gerke, and whoever he brings along from the band. And then on Friday, the great Nick Lutzko will put the wraps on um, a week of podcasts. Just kind of, I don't know, market test, just kind of feeler, just kind of see what people think about what um, I might be trying to do in the future. Still trying to figure that out. Life is very much up in the air. I have a day job. I have a uh, quality of life that's still there. Um, a lot of people get let go from radio jobs all the time. Uh, even when the business was booming, um, you know, getting fired was no surprise. It happens to people all the time. And, um, and, 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 and I feel for those people because they might not have any other options. Luckily, I do have other options for making a living. It's just I didn't spend 17 years of my life trying to get to a point um, where I was at three and a half weeks ago to just be unceremoniously and so um, knee-jerk reaction and so incredibly uh, short-sighted way of handling a situation that most people feel is completely unfair. Um, I certainly am one that believes it was beyond unfair. Um, I'm going to read some um, messages from my Facebook page here in the final segment coming up here in a minute. I'll make these shorter and sweet. We'll get done with this here uh, very shortly here on the Stone on Air podcast. But what happened? Why I was fired? Brian Stone in on the Stone on Air podcast. Uh, on June 24th, it was about 1245 in the afternoon on a Friday. So, of course, you wait until the dude's show or dude's shift or whatever is almost over. And you wait till a Friday and then you fire them right before they leave. And I was called in upstairs to the uh, to the conference room. And I was asked to leave the Let's Talk Money booth right in the middle of what I was involved in the conversation. We were talking Brexit. It was a day that uh, the UK was talking about uh, voting or voted to pull out of the European Union. And, of course, everybody acted like they knew everything about foreign affairs. And I got all smart and everything on social media when you clearly don't hardly know what you're talking about, when, certainly when it comes to those kinds of things. But whatever. I digress. And so I was like, oh, okay, something's <laughs> – this is not good. Uh, now, I didn't walk upstairs thinking, okay, I'm about to get fired in the next four and a half minutes. But I did realize that this is not normal. Uh, so I sit down at the conference table. It's with uh, Scott Chase, operations manager, um, a guy named John Lewis. Now, a guy named John Lewis, uh, if he walked in the door right now and said, hey, my name is John Lewis, and I drive a uh, over $100,000 uh, BMW. I preach hypocrisy, very hypocritically, uh, about uh, morals and ethics. Even though I'm about to be morally and ethically bankrupt while I fire you, my name is John Lewis. Hello, you would say. Wait, who are you again? What? 
what is your name? What? Why do you matter? So that guy. And then um, Bill Lockhart. Now, Bill Lockhart was a formality. He was my immediate boss for now. Kevin West, who's out in the Middle East, he's going to come back to a station that he knows uh, – he, he very, knows very little about at this point. So good luck to you, Kevin. But so Bill's the immediate boss right now. And um, I sit down and I'm like, okay, what's up? They hand me eight and a half by 11s, like in my hand right here, about 12 to 15 pages of a conversation that I had with somebody on Facebook. Now, they said, this is your, and they slid it across the table, all real, you know, movie-like or whatever. And this is your social media interaction with uh, this person. And I... uh, I said, I don't have social media interaction with this person. What exactly is it that you have here? And I take a look at it and I see the top page says May 2015. And I immediately say, well, hell, I don't remember a year ago. Lord, what do you got here? So I start turning the pages. And it doesn't take long at all for me to realize that this is Facebook Messenger, private conversations between me and a, another person. Who that person is for this podcast and this conversation isn't important. And uh, I immediately, I didn't throw it at them. I just took the pages and I tossed it across the table and I said, where did you get that? Back talk, back pedal, coach speech. Well, uh, I'm here on company computers at Chima. No, 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 Stop, 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 stop. Where did you get that? Why do you have that? Well, it just seems to me that you don't have uh, – you're not on the same page here as us as a team. Hey, now, stop. We're talking about two different things. Where did you get this? And then more coach speak and more, hey, we're just – we're trying to create a, a positive environment. Last, last time, guys, enough. Where we got this isn't important. No, no, no. It's the only thing that's important right now. Where'd you get this? Enough. Cut the spit. Cut the spit. Right now. Am I fired? To my left, Scott Chase looks at me and says, I think you fired yourself. I looked at him and I said, I'm not talking to you. And I looked at the dude, John Lewis, who you've never heard of and you never will. Just some dude in a suit that's worth more than your life and a car that's worth more than your family estate and who pays works for a company that pays his employees um, poverty wages. I looked at him and said, answer the question, am I fired? And he said, yes. And I said, then there is nothing left to talk about. And I got up and I started to walk off. And one of them said, well, we need to get you an escort out the building. I said, Guys, I'm a blankety-blank professional. An escort? Excuse me? And I guess that's protocol. Hell, I don't know. And I said, well, you know what? It better be Bill, meaning Bill Lockhart, because I adore Bill Lockhart to this day. Not exactly interested in having any conversations with him right now for a lot of different reasons. But I adore Bill Lockhart. And I said, it better be Bill. There will be problems if it's either one of you two. Meaning Scott Chase and that dude John Lewis who means nothing who you've never even heard of. But he drives a six-figure car, has a suit more expensive than your life, and oversees an operation that pays some of his hardest-working employees poverty-level wages. 
There you go. That's it. Upon further review and actually seeking legal counsel, which I did, I sat down more than once. They said there, there, there is a case here. But do you really want to take on the big bad cumulus and be blackballed for the rest of your life at 36 years old? From the Title 50 Employer and Employee Online Privacy Act of 2014, effective January 1st, 2015. An employee shall not. Now, there's a lot of jargon here, and this thing goes on and on and on. And, this, and, the, and the deck is stacked against anybody who's going after being wrongful termination. The one portion of this I can see that kind of fits to what we're talking about. Again, if effective of 2015 is a new legislation, or at least updated legislation. An employee shall not view, access, or use information about an employee or applicant that can be obtained without violating subsection A, which goes back to the self-regulatory organization of the Securities Exchange of 19... Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. You win. Corporate America squashes the little guy once again. Some comments from my Facebook page coming up next on the Stone On Air podcast coming to you from Chattanooga State Community College. WAWL.org studios recorded live to tape posted at 11 a.m. on SoundCloud, iTunes, and StoneOnAir.com. Get some of those comments coming up next and we'll put the wraps on it. Appreciate you guys being here. To more Stone on Air. Psychological torment. Stone on Air. You are back with the Stone on Air podcast. Be sure to like, share, and always love. Stone on Air, local perspective, music, and entertainment. My name is Brian Stone. Just kind of give you an overview of where I came from, how I got here, why I got fired, and where I'm going next. Where I'm going next, I don't know yet, but I actually have some pretty cool things that I am working on. I have spent the last three weeks determined to make sure that I meet with somebody about something every single day. And I've had some incredible conversations with some incredible people. And so we're working on some stuff. And there will be, there will be more out there, and we will continue this, the Stone on Air show. We'll continue to promote local music, and 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 when I say we, I mean me and whoever I I have involvement with, and I look forward to all of it. This is from the Facebook page, um, the initial statement, if you will, that I put out. And these are just a handful of uh, a handful of uh, comments, and then I'll end with um, with one from a a, a person that I absolutely. Uh, couldn't respect any more than I already do. Uh, Craig Joel coming up here in a minute, and then we'll put the wraps on this podcast here shortly. Uh, this is, again, from the Facebook page uh, and the thread of uh, my official statement to getting fired by Fraud Radio, or Talk Radio 102.3. Ian Sharp, uh, very strange. The station is losing an asset for sure. You seem to be more in touch with the local millennial generation than anyone else. Styles is entertaining, but if I took a drink every time I heard him make an erroneous statement about youth culture, I'd be dead. Kyle says, everyone should bombard Scott Chase with messages. 
Let him know how many listeners to that station he has now lost. He fired one of the only rational voices the station has. Jeff Stiles is next. I don't know if that's true or not. Samantha, unfortunately, Tennessee is an at-will state, so only if they made you sign a network policy outlining what you could do or could not do on company time, would there be any legal justification? It goes on from there and basically says, you should lawyer up. Again, I did. Did I want to get blackballed from the second biggest uh, radio broadcasting company, media company in the country at age 36? No, I thought that'd be a bad move. City Councilman Chris Anderson says, Your private conversations, Facebook Messenger or otherwise, shouldn't affect your job. While you were a public figure, you still have a right to privacy. I wish that was true, Chris, but I, clearly it's not. Uh, Michael, the only time I even listen to fraud radio or talk radio 102.3 is between 12 and 1, which that's the time you should listen. I mean, if you miss it, no big deal, but that's the time you should with Jim and Jamie. Um, I can't wait for one of the overpaid order takers a.k.a. sales reps, to call me and ask for radio advertisements with my business. Brian Stone, let us know where you land. I will say that I do not believe that the order takers slash sales reps are uh, overpaid. Nobody in that company is overpaid except for the guy at the top, that dude you've never heard of, John Lewis. Uh, Jeremy says, sorry to hear this. You're one of the few on this station that I would listen to. I understand this may ring hollow right now, but I know you'll land on your feet. I can't believe what a bleep show this station is turning into. Um, Rodney says, I remember the same thing being brought up by Critter, same thing done to him, but by the one to four host and that the same thing didn't happen to him even a little bit. You're, I, I think I know what you're talking about, but not even a little bit. So I responded to that and said, Jerry Harvey is an imbecile. Now I know Jerry's not listening to this, so he doesn't know that I just called him an imbecile. Jerry Harvey, you're an imbecile. But you're not listening, so it doesn't matter. Eric Brown says, that's the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my dear friend Monica Kinsey from the Track 29 Rubber Room and the Chattanooga Choo Choo Campus. Disappointing news about Brian Stone in the current but not final status of Stone on Air. I don't know the context of said messages nor the full story, but this is a step back for the hashtag support local music initiative. I felt like we were making progress, and maybe it wasn't perfect, but it was a start, and I'm grateful for those putting in their time to do it. I will personally help how I can to help keep the support going. Hashtag stand with stone, hashtag stone on air, hashtag CHA, hashtag local, hashtag CHA music. And one more here as we put the wraps on today's podcast. A little longer than I planned, but again, I had a lot of information to get out today. Dana Rogers in with me tomorrow. Uh, Ryan Orr on Wednesday. Thursday is Broke Down Hound, and Friday is Nick Let's Go. My name is Brian Stone. This is a Stone on Air podcast on SoundCloud, stoneonair.com, and iTunes. From um, a, uh, a, a law enforcement uh, extraordinaire here in town, I will just go ahead and tell you his name. I wasn't going to, but... I, but I don't feel like there's any reason not to. His name's Craig Joel. He's been on the station a lot. He's friends with a lot of people at the station uh, over there at that uh, f- one that's called uh, Fraud Radio or Talk Radio One Two Point Three. Observations from an aging Gen Xer. I don't think anyone doubts that they can do what they did. That there is no expectation of privacy at a workplace. And if you leave yourself logged in on a computer there, well, then that's your you know what. It's not really the point. It's just a technicality. I think the point here is that this is the kind of this is the kind of environment they chose to promote. This is the employment equivalent of dating a girl or a guy who goes through your text messages when you're asleep and then questions you about everyone of the opposite sex and who you speak with at work or on your way back from the bathroom at the restaurant. Oh, you can stay in such an unhealthy relationship, but the question is why would you? 
There was a time radio was a medium that existed to showcase the works of artists. And at one time, they allowed a different type of artist to present these works and even spice up the quiet points between songs. Well, that time is long since gone. Now, art, creativity, a sense of individuality that created a social atmosphere you felt that you could be a part of and, God forbid, you even enjoyed. This is radio now, with only a few exceptions. Automated stations, global iPods on an external shuffle owned by faceless suits, comforted by its predictability and run by people that wish they could be them. Radio is now, by and large, managed by the guys who have the ability to date a Hooters waitress, but without any confidence to resist spending hours a day at the restaurant making sure no one looks at her, and God forbid she looks at any of them. And creativity is now seen as a threat rather than an asset. Yeah, you could stay in a relationship with that kind of guy or girl, but why would you want to? One of you is going to end up with a black eye, and the other is going to wind up very much alone and reviled. And the only true winners here are the lawyers making bank off of both because those are the types running the show down there now. One more paragraph, and then we'll put the wraps on the Stone on Air podcast from Monday, July 18th. My name is Brian Stone. Thank you, corporate America. Whatever Brian said privately... Enjoy this wonderful moment alone in your cheaply appointed office where you can rub your palms together in some fleeting sense of victory. It will distract you for a while before that sense inevitably fades and you once again realize you have finally and willfully become the corporate shill you once made fun of when you still had creative spark of your own that you traded for whatever it is you think you've become that values vindicated paranoia over 13 years of loyalty. Enjoy making par, my corporate friends. Couldn't have said it much better myself. Good job. Good job, guys. Spent 17 years not ruffling feathers, getting along with everybody. Even if I hated your guts, I acted like I didn't. I wasn't a malcontent. There was no reason for this. So there you go. There's why I was fired. There's where I was. That's where I am. And where I'm going is still a big old fat question mark. But we're going to make something happen. The Stone On Air Network is going to live. Podcasting, websites, might even have a, might even have a, something going on another FM signal. Still working on a lot of different stuff. But I appreciate your support. I, I was so blown away with the kind of, the kind of support I got back on June 24th and throughout that entire weekend. Doesn't take long for people to forget about you, but. I love you guys. Thank you so much. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air podcast, live to tape from the campus of Chattanooga State Community College and the studios of WAWL.org. Tomorrow, Dana Rogers, Ryan Orr on Wednesday, Broke Down Hound on Thursday, Nick Let's Go on Friday, and that's it for today. And you know how, you know the drill. And if they should ask, where did that cat go? Just tell them I'm gone. Talk to you tomorrow.
¡Bien, va!